0: This is Ink Heist, and we are <laughs> off to a fucking grand
1: start.
0: Yeah. Laurel drank a half a gallon of wine and one gulp earlier today.
2: I'm still recovering.
0: I'm on uh, 24 ounce Corona number two. And
3: I'm on my uh, second beer that shall not be named.
0: It's not beer, man. It's IPA, admit it.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Is it hot in the closet? It is, but only because I got so taken off guard by a couple minutes ago that, like, I instantly, like, the the hairs on the back of my neck. So I started sweating. It's not,
2: it's not but, live. We're okay.
3: Uh, but it is of. So <laughs> now nah, I'm just what? fucking around, but no, it's not hot in here, but, uh, I will say for anyone listening, uh, depending on where you live, I would just like to say how messed up it is that, uh, it's, you know, second week of May, I think. And it was snowing today.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: i'm sitting here in my
0: shorts and nothing
3: else with my
0: air conditioner cranked
3: (laughs) yeah like i i I put a picture in our discord chat and like it doesn't look that bad but like we were on our way home from uh the pharmacy and like it was like almost like a whiteout and i'm like this is fucked up like (laughs) it's may it's supposed to be starting to like become summer not fucking snow (laughs) It was
2: like 28 degrees last night here.
3: Uh, Yes. Wow, that's icy for this time of year. Yep. And that has been the in weather segment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we covered that. that. Is that normal, though, Laurel?
2: No, not in May. I mean, it's happened, but...
0: Yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't seem like it'd be normal in the South at all. (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh, not, can, not
0: so much but
3: yeah I can see yes. wintertime, but yeah cause that, that's one thing like when I first went away to school um, I went to school in Maryland but like the school was technically south of the Mason Dixon line and the one day like it it barely like flurried like you could still see the grass sticking up like around campus like in the quad and they shut the whole thing down Yep.
1: There. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's, I mean, Kentucky doesn't so much do that because we're we're just we wildly swing in the space of one day. But yeah, the further south you get the less tolerant. But I mean, people all, they're just also not prepared. Like you think about yeah. California.
0: Yeah. When I lived
2: in California, like if it rained, like no one would even drive because they were terrified of being on the freeway.
0: That's right. That's right. And and Oregon, if it snows, people will do everything they can to wreck their fucking cars and block up the freeways yeah (laughs) Yeah. i mean people do not understand white shit in this state at
3: all (laughs) you know (laughs) The, the funny thing is like to laurel's point like i don't begrudge them for doing that because like i understand that part but it's just funny because we all pretty much lived right there and they took that kind of precaution when i transferred up to Oswego which is like right on Lake Ontario the one day we had like fucking six inches of snow and like being on the lake you would get like 60 mile an hour wind gusts so you couldn't see shit classes still went on as normal (laughs) I walked out of my dorm room and this poor girl she was like really tiny and like I'm walking out there and this gust came through it literally knocked her off her feet and she was like a tumbleweed I'll tell the yeah. i'm like are you okay she's like yeah but yeah there wasn't even like a delay they're like yeah get your ass to class
0: <laughs>
3: well
0: not me man sorry i'm a no-show today turns out i have a bad fucking desire not to come to school today
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> well like, I, I lived on on the campus there, but, like, my freshman year, I had a bad tendency to sleep because we got last pick of classes. So yeah. I would be, like, I had an 8 o'clock in the morning Spanish class, Monday, Wednesday, <laughs> Friday. And okay. she's, like, she's like, okay, you can get three, like, free absences. Like, you don't need to even explain yourself. But after those three, you're going to start losing three percentage points. Or no, it might have been like 1% or something. I can't remember. <laughs> but I ended up losing 12% off my final grade.
0: <laughs>
1: well, but, dude, I mean, come on. I can't
0: even, I can't even speak English at 8 o'clock. you
3: speak Spanish.
0: <laughs> What's I know. wrong with
3: you? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, it was funny because, like, I'm I was really good at kind of like reading it sort of but not really speaking it and uh, like I don't know what the hell happened but like they make you take a test to see like what track you'll start at because that school you had to take a language at least for like a year or two and I fucked it up real bad so I was in like the most basic one
2: that's the that's the promised land that's where you want to be yeah
0: then it's just easy Exactly. No, when you make it there. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I I know some Spanish, but it was all just practical learning. I didn't actually take any classes or anything. I just worked with a lot of a lot of uh Latin people.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but, I can I can still read it pretty good, but I can't I can't really speak it all that well.
0: I can speak
2: French, and I can read it. I cannot understand it spoken to me, though.
3: Because
0: um, they speak so yeah. fucking fast.
2: That's what, <laughs> and it's like you'll you'll have, like, a sentence, and maybe two syllables get pronounced out of the whole thing. And yeah. it's like, what, I don't even know what syllables to apply that to. What are we even looking at?
0: So, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: so I would I would have a hard time in that country.
0: I would, too. Uh, well, in any country where they have feminine and masculine, Fem- feminine masculine yeah, um, you know versions of the same word it just like I just get confused as fuck by that stuff it's like well because in most places you default to the masculine and then my brain goes but why <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> which is a fair but, question
0: I mean <laughs> what's where is the logic other than because the masculine implies the word has a dick
3: I'm putting that in the show notes. Like I already put, like that we gave a shout out to. Does the dog die in this? And I'm be like Shane discusses dick words.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was not exactly what just happened. (laughs) (laughs) More or
3: less, more or less.
0: No, because I also mentioned vagina words, dude. I'm all equal opportunity and shit. <laughs> I st- I started with standing up for them.
3: You're right, but like I just meant like a phrase. You never said vagina words, but you said does the word. No,
0: the I didn't, but I got, but I didn't, but I got you to say it. <laughs> I'm
3: not True. Here to go. <laughs> True. But uh, yeah, um... Laurel sitting here going,
0: "I am not talking vaginas with two fucking dudes."
2: I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wait and see how this pans out. I mean,
0: I was about to, to shift gears. I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure it's all panned out and there was no gold in that pan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this does give us an opportunity though, and I realize we're not actually calling it the Vagina Monster Anthology, but. If you have not yet submitted uh, body horror to Sci-Fi and Scaries, uh, is it Twisted Anatomy? Twisted? Do you guys remember the name of it? I think so.
3: That sounds great
0: to me. Um, it's uh the Vagina Monster Anthology. <laughs> that's all I know.
2: <laughs> that's that. Yes, that is. A, I think that's how we started out calling it. We'll just call it that. But yeah, uh, that those submissions are still open until I believe July. So shout out to that. I think that's going to be a very cool anthology.
3: Right yeah. on, hit it, hit it. And you were right, it's it's a twisted anatomy.
2: That just surprises the hell out of me, because I get <laughs> the names wrong of people I've known for 20 years, so.
0: Um, yeah, so I wake <laughs> up in the morning sometimes and look in the mirror and think, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: and does he answer?
0: Um, more often than I'd like him to. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's like poor Laurel with her short story. Like none of us could remember the title, so we just said "Evil Muppets."
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, I feel like re- retitling it "Evil Muppets." You
0: know. What is it?
2: Uh, though your heart is breaking.
0: Huh. I don't think I. Re- I don't think I read that one. I don't think I've even seen it.
3: I think. I think she sent it to you. Hmm
0: yeah i don't i probably missed it somewhere in the mix
3: but yeah, i will I pick that. it up i do that too like uh like you said with like terminal like i i didn't even know <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure i sent that to
0: you i i know it was pre oh
3: um, i'm sure you
0: did like it was said. it was before laurel came on to the podcast but i know that because we were going to talk to him then, and then I ended up getting my throat slit and almost <laughs> dropping dead, and they, you um, know, they, plans changed.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I'm am glad you didn't, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I I just meant that like like you said, like I I always forget like books that I even books that I like I bought like hell I've I've sent each of you guys probably like what a couple books that like I bought and then I realized I had already bought it (laughs) 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 like like I think it's happened like three or four times and I think like you know over those times it's been more than that in books because sometimes it's more than one but yeah I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that is why Goodreads like, saves my life, because I hate that when you go to the library and pick up a book, and it turns out to be one you read like 10 years ago.
0: It's just... Yeah. So, Rich, I I agree with you, Laurel. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. I had a <laughs> ra- I had a random thought. Yeah. I was going to say, um, are you drinking? Oh, yeah. What are you drinking? Booze. We already...
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, we've already discussed this that it was yeah.
0: IPA's. Well I know that. I just we didn't discuss it officially for the show. Uh, I have uh, I do have a point. I do have a point. And Laurel, are you or are you still just drunk off that gallon of wine you drank earlier?
2: No, I've got some more wine.
0: Oh, right on. Um that is our partner. Uh um, well then, <laughs> then <laughs> <laughs> since we're since we're all uh, since we're all drinking heavily, we should uh, give Todd a call. Oh yeah,
3: okay.
2: that's right. That was a that was a preliminary or prerequisite, was wasn't it? We had to be yeah. drunk
0: first.
3: Yes, we have Not, to drunk dial him. I hope he wasn't lying to us when he said he was. Uh, what was it? Gonna get his special moo ready yeah <laughs> i I personally rather hope he
0: was lying about that.
3: well, we don't do videos uh, so especially
0: it, it it led me to committing to wearing a fucking uh, <laughs> oh, no. kimono yeah, so
3: <laughs> well see that's the, that's the genius of us not and doing video for these
0: well, but the thing is is that yeah I said it jokingly because I have that mouth. And then she comes into DM and says, "That's gonna be amazing." <laughs> <laughs> like you crazy motherfucker, are you? Mikey? <laughs>
3: but now you're committed, you know. Yeah, he's co- he's committed to our five listeners that he will. Yeah, come on up. All five of them, s- six if you count her. Yeah, and see, so we're <laughs> up from the what was it? Normally it's two, right? Um, progress.
0: I think, no, I think we were up to three and a half last week.
3: Oh, okay. Well, still, still progress.
0: <laughs> um, and you guys know who the half was,
3: so I don't need to tell you. <laughs> and you know what's funny? I'm sure once he listens to this episode, he will also You will know, too. <laughs> it sure as hell ain't Kane.
0: Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, God, I'm so sorry. We have incessant fun with you, and we love you, man.
3: Uh, yeah, for sure.
0: So, um, should I give him a call?
3: Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um.
0: Would you remind me how to do that again? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I got him, got him him. let's see, uh oh, I was supposed to hang (laughs) I forgot to follow instructions again, go fucking figure
3: what what, what instructions did you follow?
0: the ones where I was supposed to uh, drop a fucking direct message first (laughs)
3: Is that you that I hear typing, Shane? That sure as late. hell it was. It's a little late because it says he joined. So.
0: Are you there, fucker? And you're just making
3: <laughs> It says he joined, but I don't hear him.
0: See, so technically, I got to him first. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting there going, "Let's see how long these drunk
3: assholes just sit here wondering if I'm here." <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: right. <laughs> it's kind of like you know the Skype version of like when you pretend you have phone troubles and you crinkle a piece of paper next to your cell phone. Oh no, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, see. <There> he is. <laughs> Either that, or I thought we were gonna get kind of like the shower dimension, and that we had the wrong Todd. <laughs>
4: Sorry, uh it some for some reason it defaulted to like a different device anytime I load up Skype, so I had to change the device settings.
3: Oh, no uh, worries. That happened when I tried calling Laurel earlier.
4: <clears throat> and I'm gonna apologize ahead of time. Uh I'm eating dinner, a very late dinner, so you're gonna have to deal with me munching and stuff. I
0: could care less, man. That's fine <laughs> with me.
3: Now we feel bad. We interrupted your dinner. I don't know. Oh,
0: I don't, I don't eat feel dinner bad the whole at all time
3: like most people.
0: <laughs> I, I do not feel bad, so. <laughs> uh, um, well, hey, you know, forewarned is forearmed and he and he accepted the <laughs> challenge. <camp. Yeah. laughs> so, what's up, guys? Oh, um just sitting here rapping about basically a bunch of nothing having to do with book shit. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, no, that, that's not true. We talked about Michael Brenn a little earlier.
0: Oh, yeah, we did. But I think, yeah, that's right. We've been recording the whole fucking time. Never mind.
3: Yeah, yeah we got Michael Bren, our weather forecast, uh, a whole <laughs> bunch of riveting stuff.
0: Wow. So. i i was gonna ask you what you're working on but it sounds like you're working on food so I, that that question is actually kind of valueless at this point in time
1: i mean
4: i can share what i'm eating if that if that you know makes for you know exciting content
3: it, uh, it might for john john no, Foster. man i'm i'm really stoned
0: don't do that to me oh so uh
4: my, my wife recently got her uh, her medical marijuana card. Right on, and uh, you know she she deals with a lot of chronic pain issues, so you know it, it's been a long time coming. <clears throat> and uh, let's just say that the night before my 37th birthday, I might have tried some of it <laughs> for the first time <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I
0: know. I'm such a rebel. Awesome. (laughs) Did you did you like my parents don't find out? Yeah, right. (laughs) Or or fucking Randy. (laughs) Uh. Randy who (laughs) run he'll run around that nowhere fucking town telling everybody what a junk (laughs) Uh. did you
2: did you like it?
0: Yeah, that was
4: Honestly, it just made me sleepy. I didn't really
0: uh, <laughs> no, look, I was going to ask you that question specifically. My my uh, grandma, my dad her and getting stone one time when her back was hurting, and uh, she smoked a good half of a joint. And um, the next morning, my dad called her and said, "Hey, how'd that how'd that work for you?" And she says, "You know, it didn't work at all. Really, I got really really hungry and ate a bunch of food, and then got really tired and went to bed." <laughs> you know, Sounds I think the hunger <laughs> part—it just made me sleepy. <laughs> I don't, I don't get hungry behind it either, really. That actually does the opposite yeah. most of the time. So and here and we're I, talking about weed on
3: Ankhys. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's funny, like I, I always find it interesting how it hits different people and like what kinds because I don't really anymore, but in college, you know, I had tried it for the first time and I had done it a couple times and I'm not I'm not joking with you. I don't know what the hell it was, and it might have been because I had been drinking all night, but my roommates told me the next day like I had been drinking like all night and then I tried some and I'm I shit you not, like every time they would talk to me, it sounded like The Simpsons cartoon, like when the adults were talking. And like I just sat there and laughed and nodded my head because that's all I could hear. Do
2: you mean so like Charlie it, Brown?
3: Yeah. 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 Okay. Because
2: yeah. I was like, The Simpsons well, sounded like The Simpsons.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Charlie Brown. Yeah. I just uh-huh. ruined my own story. That yeah. Almost, <laughs> almost no, sounds it to, almost
0: sounds to me like one of your buddies uh, slipped some opium into that weed. <laughs>
3: You know, well, they might have. Like I said, though, I'd been drinking all night. So I was already pretty messed up. And, you know, I had I had no experience with it whatsoever. Mm -hmm. and I had done like a lot of it. So I mean, it's possible. But yeah, it was just a bunch of wah, 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 wah. And they're like, dude, you're just sitting there like we were asking you if you were okay, and you just had this creepy smile plastered on your face, <laughs> <They're> just nodding.
0: <laughs> wow, that's I still can't believe I, I said Simpsons. That. What's that? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think that made it perfect. That's what? well, that's why I quit smoking. It is because like I did for a while, and then. Then it's like I couldn't talk anymore. We'd go out, and I would just sit and creepily smile at people, and I just thought that was not a good way to be social, so I quit.
4: Heroes yeah. helping America. Well, see, <laughs> that was your first mistake. You, you should never be social.
2: This is true. I've avoided it most of my life.
4: <laughs>
0: uh-huh. So. Yes. Um, I get that way sometimes, too, when I smoke weed. I'm not a super social person, um, unless I'm with people that I know really well. Yeah. I don't. I get uncomfortable. I get paranoid, and I get self-conscious. And it's kind of like when you're already someone who uh, has issues with social anxiety. Getting stoned and trying to be social just don't mix real well. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So fair warning, Todd. If you, okay. If you, if you start down this road, I'm not. Just stay home. it's the big. That's the big takeaway no, from it.
3: No, you don't have to. You don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> If you start down this road, Laurel's about to launch into an after school special. (laughs) Like,
0: all of a sudden I'm sitting here feeling guilty.
1: Oh, I told you
2: the biggest problem with like my stepson doing it was first, he was way too young when he started. And second of all, I had had to quit years ago and I was like, this is bullshit.
0: Yeah, like, I, I would be the same <laughs> way. Not in my fucking house, mister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, that smells terrible. Where'd you even get it? You need better taste. What the Yeah, heck? no kidding. What kind of junk is that? <laughs> wow. Yep. Yeah. So, I wish Caitlin Starling was here. Yeah. This would really feel balanced out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that. Go ahead.
2: No, that's.
0: I wasn't going to say much. Go ahead.
3: Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, that would be funny because, like, I, I still can't get over the whole electric lettuce place. Like, yeah. I don't know why, but that's just, like, the perfect name for a weed shop, I think.
0: <laughs> really, too, Todd, when I think about her and I think about some of the stuff you've written... Um, it would be really interesting to hear the two of you guys talking to each other too. Um she's yeah. another she's one of those another one of those people with the that freaky unique mind like you have. Yeah, and I mean that with the, all the best of intentions. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was waiting
3: for a follow up to that.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> what's her name again?
3: Uh Caitlin Starling. She did uh The Luminous Dead. Okay. yeah I think she was on the yeah she was on the finalist ballot for the Stokers this year but I think you would dig it what do you think Shane um I yeah I would
0: bet money on it okay um, I'll definitely look her up yeah. I, I hesitated really badly with it because it honestly it's kind of pushed off more of sci-fi than horror But when you start reading it, that that misconception goes right out the window almost immediately.
4: Well, I mean, that's that's the thing about weird fiction is it kind of transcends those genre boundaries. I mean, I mean, if you look at a lot of the, you know, Lovecraft and Aikman and, you know, uh, of course I'm drawing a blank on all the, you know, classic weird fiction writers, but they were all in, you know, sci-fi magazines. Yeah. Yep. Because um, there really wasn't a a horror market at the time. Uh, You know, Campbell with uh, Who Goes There. I mean, that's a sci-fi. It's sci-fi, but that is most definitely also a horror story.
3: Yeah, I, I, I have a copy of that novella. I still have to read it. Have you read it, Todd? I have. Well, parts of it, I like
4: bits and pieces when it's like featured in an article somewhere but i also listened to uh the hb podcraft literary podcast they did a great uh dissection of it several years ago uh biggest takeaway is the phrase life smell (laughs) (laughs) i mean if you just think about that now think about how disgusting that must be
0: Dude, I'm saying you smell. said life smell and I immediately <laughs> went, <"Ew."> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I didn't even have to think about it.
2: <laughs> well, and now we know all we need to know about that
0: one. So
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys don't think so. <laughs> it's,
4: like no, it's like no one has showered anymore and we're all very tired.
0: hey um how did you know that thing about the shower uh well
4: i'm kind of speaking from experience here because we're all in quarantine together guys
1: (laughs) that's true true.
2: so you've Uh, been i've have you been working on your your third one in your series
4: uh i've been thinking about it
2: thinking about (laughs) it (laughs)
4: um no honestly it it, it's bits and pieces here and there i mean you know i'm pretty sure i don't have to you know i know you guys will understand this but you know i i deal with anxiety issues on a daily basis to begin with and ever since this whole thing started it's like my whole process for everything has been turned upside down yeah so yeah you know i'm I'm working from home five days a week, and, you know, that's me at a laptop, you know, all day, every day. And then, you know, I try to get a little writing time here and there, but for the most part, it's just been – I've had a really hard time focusing on anything. Um, so I know when I posted like a week ago that I'd written a thousand words out of nowhere uh, after a dry spell. That dry spell was like three weeks long. Um, every time I would sit down and open the document and just staring at me and I'm like the ideas are there. I know where I'm going. I'm only like four or five chapters away from finishing this fucking thing. And I just can't find yeah. the words. And, you know, I can't find that motivation to finish it. And it's kind of hard to when, you know, you're facing your own mortality. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, it's like, um... The, the prospect of finishing this book kind of pales in comparison you know
0: yeah yeah um and but if you uh, if you get yourself in a really 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 fucking black place man i'm i'm in the same place you are so you can always hit me offline and um i'm i'm there brother
4: i appreciate that man uh same goes out to you i can tell you've kind of been struggling a little bit so you know the doors always open don't don't hesitate to message me uh, I
0: I appreciate it and I love you for it. Uh, love you too, man.
2: Don't enough of
0: that you. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Laurel. Sorry.
2: I'll let that be the natural end of it. You you
0: know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want to hear what you had to say.
4: I'll send those photos later.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, oh, and I have I have this video that one of our guests sent me one time? I'll ship along to you. Rich knows which one it is. Oh, God. Do I really? (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's an unexpected genre from someone... Come on, man. It's oh, the, yes, 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 yes. It's a porn flick for fuck's no, sake.
3: No, no, yeah. I, I knew, Like, I was thinking, like, that you had, like, an actual physical video. That's what threw me off.
0: No, he told me he, he knew where I could get one, though, which threw me off. <laughs> but, dude... I don't want
3: one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And I, I, yeah, now that you know, and if people are curious, they can sift through some of these episodes and they'll be able to piece it together. But I thought he was joking when he talked about that uh, at first. Yeah, Sorry we're laughing.
4: Interrupt, but is, is Rich like slowing down and getting really like digital sounding for anybody yes. else?
0: He does, yes. Okay, I thought I was was having
4: a stroke for a second. (laughs) Uh, Is it
0: any
3: better? No, No. you sound fine, Robocop. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's this damn old house. Like, I use my phone as a hotspot, but sometimes it gets wonky. Okay. We have had worse than that by a long shot, so...
0: Yeah. I don't remember who it was now. That was so tough. But, oh, it was Ward. Yeah. So, anyway. So, uh. Laurel, go ahead. God, God damn it. Just talk. <laughs> <laughs> Laurel, were you going to say something? That's what I was going to say.
2: <laughs> I think I was aiming for something poignant about, uh, you know, connecting via podcasts and everything about anxiety during this trying time and. Anyways, there you go. That's I'm, I'm not gonna actually try to um, compose anything.
1: <laughs> you're
4: uh, you're definitely right. I mean, yeah. I've uh, I've done a few like just FaceTime calls with friends. I usually check in with Brian Kirk uh, every other week. It seems like I usually talk to him in the mornings. He's a uh, talking to him in the morning is a great way to wake up because he's uh. like all energy all the time, <laughs> and, and I'm. <laughs> I'm, like, you know, one foot away from just comatose in the morning until I've had, like, ten cups of coffee. Yeah, I hear you. Um, so talking to him and getting, like, the rapid-fire questions and stuff, you know, it's <laughs> – I love Brian to death. <laughs> that's that's the real reason we talk in the mornings,
0: Brian. <laughs> I'm using you. I'm using you. You're <laughs> – you're, you're, You're the quicker shot of caffeine in the morning. (laughs) Uh, But really, Brian's good for the soul, man. He really is. Never had an encounter with him that I didn't walk away from smiling. Wait till you get to hang out with him in person. should yeah, I be scared I he made me think I should be scared when I no
4: thought. don't be scared it's just a little... <laughs> he's just a, he's just a great guy to yeah. be around and you know he he's very energetic he's got that the energy and it's it's uh you know it, it rubs off on you I mean uh, you, can really, you know kind of ride that that wave a little bit. And it's just, he's just a, a fascinating individual to start to talk to just his, some of the, you know, his perspective on things really interesting.
0: I got that vibe off of him too, when we talked to him that that, that energy was infectious like that, you know, yeah. him, him and Mailerman both do that to me. Oh God. Yeah.
4: Like I wasn't like, I, so the first time I met Mailerman was at scares that care last summer and it, I was not expecting it. I guess I kind of just kind of figured he would be just this more, you know, laid back, chill guy. And he's he's got that infectious energy about him. And.
0: Uh, I got to see him really drunk. <laughs> uh, I, I have seen him drunker than I bet you've ever seen him. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> just, just last night. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had a little Zoom rap party. Um, emphasis uh, on the party.
4: Farm. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, um, yeah, but yeah, that energy is insane. I would love to meet him in person. I envy you guys that have gotten to do that.
4: Another thing I didn't expect, and I, I guess, you know, I don't know why it, it never occurred to me. He's as tall as I am. He's fucking tall.
0: <laughs> really? Is that yeah. right? I like, expected him to like be six short. Four. He's six four. Wow.
4: He, like I, I got a photo uh uh with him and he you know, we were standing side by side and i am like look over and I'm like, You're fucking tall, and he's like, You're fucking tall.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, see my five eight ass would be looking up, so <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to stand on something to hug one of you fuckers. <laughs> Like wish, in in
4: hindsight, I wish we had just you know dragged Paul Tremblay into the photo because we're all three like that height.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or bring bring Jonathan Jans into the photo. I think <laughs> I think he's taller than all of you. Is he really? I haven't <laughs> met Jans <in> person. <laughs>
2: I did not know there was this giant race of, of uh, right. horror writers through <laughs> <people.
1: Yeah. laughs> <Well, laughs> the pond. We are
4: giants in our field, Laurel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: oh, Lord. Well, Laurel, uh, congrats are in order to you for uh, oh, signing. Thank you. You know your new book, and you got the story in Midnight in the Pentagram. That's awesome.
2: Yes. Yeah, so did you? So congratulations yeah. to you as well.
4: Thank you. We're gonna share a TOC together.
2: I know. It's so fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is so. I mean, I'm I'm excited about that. And I got my edits back from Ken, and and then I wondered why anyone bought it in the first place.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's just how
4: that works. Yeah, I look- <laughs> it is. <laughs> it, it's that thing is shaping up to be a massive anthology, is it just like yeah, Midnight's. Yeah. Um, um,
2: yeah. I've what lost track. How many? I was thinking it'd be like twenty-five.
0: I think yeah, that's what he. I think he initially said twenty-five, but I'm pretty sure that it's uh, skated right past that. Most likely.
3: Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of authors on there, but I think it's cool because, you know, like every once in a while you hear people talk about, you know, like anthologies and do people read them. But so it's kind of cool that, you know, it's shaping up to be a big project (laughs) and And, uh, kudos. Sorry, just I just want to say kudos to Ken because he reads all of those. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I, well,
0: I was just gonna die. I just had Ken praise too. I was just gonna say that that's a good publisher there, and he's not a, not half a bad guy either. So. Yeah. We love him.
4: Yeah, I'm getting a full job right now. Thank you. Uh,
0: so. That- Next episode, episode, dip, episode yes. next episode one and a half with Todd Kiesling. and
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ken
0: is gonna fucking shoot me. Hey, Ken, <laughs> no Ken, that story <laughs> I was gonna send you, I'll I'll just retract that.
3: <laughs> to his credit, he uh he fully leaned into that joke and embraced it. Are you kidding? He's the one who fucking made it. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, and in all seriousness, though, I mean, as far as, like, working with him as a publisher, it's been, I have not, no bad things to say. I mean, I know not long after he signed Devil's Creek, uh, we were kind of, like, messaging back and forth late at night uh, different ideas for, uh, you know the book and promoting and whatnot and i'm just like you know i know it's 12 30 but you're responding to my messages do you mind if i just call you <laughs> <laughs> and so we end up talking for like hour and a half you know two hours in you know like two in the morning just about publishing and doubles creek and all that all that jazz I can't think of any other publisher who'd be willing to do that except maybe you know Joe at Crystal Lake or well Pete at Bloodshot would do that maybe he's an old man though so
0: <laughs> <laughs> love you Pete
2: might have to call him earlier
0: yeah you, uh, Pete Pete yeah Pete is gotta be a fucking old man by now man he's been alongside us for a lot of years here so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I will say, given a shout out to Sam uh, Kolesnik, we've, I mean, we just yeah. started working together, but we've, we've done the same thing too. It's like, we'll be texting and then it's like, oh, let's just have a call. And we'll just, we both got kids about the same age. So we've got like eight minutes of free time, you know, so we're pretty fast at it, but it's, I mean, I'm just, she's just super responsive and, and I'm, I'm really excited about this cover. So.
4: Awesome. Uh that actually reminds me I have do you have a bit of uh, an announcement to make tonight if you guys will allow me to Oh yes Oh absolutely <laughs> Okay So uh I finally got the the okay on this <clears throat> from uh shit Hold on a second I'm trying to find the email Yeah from Paul at uh, Thunderstorm Books that tells you anything um, Oh yeah. So there is going to be a limited hardcover edition of Devil's Creek later this summer through Thunderstorm Books.
2: Oh, that's awesome!
4: And, uh, Francois Valancourt, uh, did the cover. I've seen it. It's fucking amazing. Um, those of you who may not be familiar with Francois's work, if, uh, any of you saw the, uh, letterpress edition of Stephen King's Revival that came out, uh, late last year, um... He did all of the interior illust, uh, illustrations for that. And uh, he's just a, an amazing artist. And so when Paul and I had been talking about doing this since uh, late last year, um, and uh, when he finally, you know, we finally started getting, you know, down to brass tacks about it, he uh, asked me if I had anybody in mind. And Francois was the first one. Like you know, I named him specifically. If we can get him, I want him. And we got him, and he sent us like five different pieces uh, to choose from. They're all incredible, uh, but the the cover that we it was kind of uh, unanimous between Paul and Francois, my agent, everybody. Um, I'm pretty excited about it, so i I don't unfortunately don't have a release date because. Uh, things are kind of on the slow side with the bindery and stuff right now. We can't really nail down a specific date just yet, but it's going to happen. It's going to be sometime this summer and it's going to be very limited. I think, uh, thunderstorm is only doing like 50 copies of this thing. wow. Uh, but yeah, the signature, it's going to have signature sheets, uh, front and end papers, the whole nine.
0: Nice. And I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that uh, Francois. Is, I'm seeing more and more and more of his work out there. You know, people share a cover, and his name is on it a lot of the time now. And uh, super, super talented.
4: Yeah, it's incredible,
0: yeah. incredible uh, talent there. Well, um,
2: congratulations. That's super yeah.
4: awesome. Oh, Thank yeah, you, thank, thank you. you. I I've been sitting on that news for a long time.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Go ahead Todd That
4: contract's been signed for several months now
0: Yeah Yeah. (laughs) But sitting on fucking news like that Is so goddamn painful
4: Uh huh (laughs) (laughs) Well
2: that is exciting So that's going to be later this summer
4: Yeah probably after the the Silver Shamrock release Um, Right So I would expect sometime in July or August Maybe
2: Okay well cool yeah, I just, uh, while you were talking, I just pulled up his website, uh, Francois Valen Carson. uh Yeah.
1: <laughs> <That's>, yeah.
2: <laughs> that is some amazing work.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to keep an eye out for that one. Yeah. Ho- hopefully I can snag one, but if there's only 50, it might be close. You can do it. I have faith in you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, because that sounds awesome. Yeah, it does.
4: So, there, there's my announcement. You can resume your your usual witty banter.
3: <laughs> yeah, except now. Dude, have now you I... been
0: on this podcast before? <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, I feel like anything we say following that up, it's... It's just gonna pale well, in comparison. Well, that's all for tonight, folks. Thanks for tuning <laughs> yeah, that in. Right?
0: that's it. Good night. We have nothing left to say because we're all fucking insecure now.
3: <laughs> yeah. We should have just been like, no, no, Todd, save that for the end. <laughs>
4: Everybody just stops listening at this point. Just,
3: you know.
0: <laughs> um,
4: yeah. yeah, the key is to not tell them there's an announcement and uh, show notes.
0: Uh,
2: there you go.
0: Then nobody will hear it, right? uh yeah you know what even telling them there's one in there only three of them will hear it so
3: (laughs) (laughs) i'll i'll put it like in the middle so it doesn't spoil it and they listen through the whole thing but okay nah i'm uh
0: we actually have a few more followers than the three or four yeah joke about um Quite a few. We have at
3: least twelve. That's, uh,
1: that's <laughs> double digits right there. I not You even
3: know should have just left it vague like that. Like, ah, uh, yeah, I know it's you know more than three and a half, and then you just throw out twelve. <laughs> God damn it.
2: Well, now I'm self-conscious if we got that many people listening to us. So. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> so
1: awkward. <laughs>
0: Well,
2: we do have – we we had talked about bringing something else up and bringing Todd in on the conversation on it. Do we want to talk about that?
0: Yeah, let's do that. Yes. yes let's. What's, what's up?
2: Well, okay. Am I doing this or do you guys want to do <laughs> <No,
3: well, laughs> well, You made the transition, so I wasn't sure if you wanted to or – I did a transition to lead you in, Rich. <laughs> I should have oh. said,
2: Rich, <laughs> do you want to talk about it? There you go. <laughs>
3: yeah. So, uh, yeah, all three of us kind of put this idea together because um, I'm sure you've seen like the CoronaCon that Kelly Owen did. Um, And we tuned into that and we thought it was great. And, um, you know, not to, you know, kind of take from that, but we were inspired by it and we kind of wanted to do something, something similar where we could involve, you know, everybody as far as like the reviewer community and kind of do something similar where you know like all the review sites and you know bookstagram people and everybody kind of got together and you know did something similar to that like maybe panels and readings but also you know to kind of do like a a reader-centric awards thing, which, you know, we would have a lot of planning. We talked about doing it and how it might look, and we're not going to do it anytime soon because we want to make sure we do it right. And yeah. it includes everybody, but kind of like a, um, you know, like an awards thing that celebrates indie authors and kind of like an awards thing, but also panels and stuff like that. And oh, also, I also really cool.
0: a true people's award. Yeah what i mean not just uh not just we're going to show you these names and then we're going to show you a smaller (laughs) list and then we're going to tell you who won that you don't think should have won you know (laughs) Uh, rather than that it will just be people you know so
2: well and i think it'll be cool to have some other um categories uh like in particular like a a self-pub category um seemed like there were a couple other ones that we thought about but yeah just yeah. something something that could be really inclusive and really you know like we were talking about earlier just that how much it's helped everyone to be able to have like those you know zoom calls or skype calls with people um so yeah i mean just also too like listening to your reading when you did uh, when you did your reading from Scanlines, um it was great to just be able to be in the chat room everyone with everyone and feel kind of connected to people
4: yeah um Oh, I think this is a great idea. And um, regarding the awards and stuff, the, the one suggestion I would make there <clears throat> is to, uh, you know, throw in some some awards that are for, for fun. I mean, like, well, I mean, yeah. but like, you know, most depressing story or mo- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> goriest scene in a book or goriest scene in a short story or, you know, fun things like that. I'm thinking like what. MTV used to do with the movie awards back in the day, oh, like best
2: yes. fight yeah,
3: and, you know, <laughs> shit like that.
2: Yeah, that's brilliant. No, I love that. Yeah,
3: I do too. And almost to the point where, like, I think it would be almost worthwhile. Like, I, I mean, maybe do some of the traditional stuff, but to make more of that the focus, because, like you said, it's a little bit more fun, and it's not like, I, I guess, like nobody would really get hurt over that or whatever like it's more fun than you know trying to be like well this is like the best I
4: well, mean whatever. also but there would also need to because it's you know the community of book you know books to grammars book reviewers and you know podcasters and what have you I think there would still be some some weight to an award so like even yeah. if it's as simple as just a, a little seal that people can put on the cover of their book or something you know, that's still going to that's going to help move, move copies. You know, I, I think about um, like the, the Ippy Awards, like the independent publishing thing that happens every year. Um, the uh, like the Kindle book review. I don't even know if they're still around, but like I was a, my second novel was a finalist there in one of the categories many, many moons ago and uh they sent you like this little official seal you could put on the cover to show that you were a finalist kind of like how they say you know when you're a bram stoker nominee yeah yeah something like that i think you know if you guys are really serious about organizing that sort of thing even if it is you know just for fun and just to get people together having something substantial to give people who win these awards even if like seriously think about it if if I've got a Tim Meyer book right here in front of me, and, you know, I think it would be fucking awesome if it had, like, a little circular seal image or something that said, you know, 2020, goriest scene winner or something. I don't know. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying? You're like, you know, this, yeah. ha- this is the most yeah.
3: depressing story of 2020. This is a- <laughs> <laughs> and uh, not to interrupt you, sorry, but was it that Daughters, the book you had?
4: Yeah, I just got it in the mail from him yesterday.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. That is an awesome book.
4: Yeah. Well, I mean, I I expect big things from Tim because he's Tim, and I've known Tim for several years.
3: Oh man, yeah. When you read this thing, no no spoilers or anything like that, but uh, like all three of us when we were kind of talking about it, like. It it blew me away. Like I was expecting one thing, and he definitely surprised me. And it's it's a great great book. Yeah, he's got
4: a a, a knack for kind of taking a left turn when you don't expect it. Uh, kind of did the, oh, yeah. the same thing with the Switch House. Uh, I really enjoyed the Switch House. Um, and also just the, you know this is one of the the Poltergeist books, which is you know Hayward's Press. And, you know, shout out to Hayward and Anna for, you know, putting, you know, putting the work into these. These are good looking books. They're they're put they're put together well. And that's always something I look at when I get an indie, you know, an indie published book is I look at, okay you know, cover straight. That's good. You know, how did they do the okay Well, they they justified their margins. That's good because I've had a bunch of indie books that don't have that. And it (laughs) drives me up a fucking wall. Yeah. Um, But no, I mean, they're, you know, they actually took the time to learn the software to make, you know, a good looking book. And plus, you know, it's made to look like the old leisure books line anyway. So they get points for that, too. But all that's to say, I love you, Matt. (laughs) I love you, Tim.
2: Well, I think that's I think that's a great idea to add those kind of categories, too, especially because,
3: yeah,
2: I mean, having like a more generalized category like that, it's hard to just say, like, because something that's the best debut novel or just even the best novel, there's different reasons why each one is good. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I I think best that's a great scene. idea
4: most there you go sex scene
2: yes <laughs> yes oh my god we definitely uh,
4: think that. about like you know i watched uh i watched la- you know, the last drive-in with joe bob last night and he always says the drive-in totals and the drive-in academy awards you know that's true think about it, it you could have so much fun with that sort of thing and oh make yeah it something as opposed to it just being like a you know a frivolous title that you could give somebody you could actually be like a seal of approval or something um I I feel like we, we need more of that, uh, because sometimes I think sometimes when you take a step back and just look at the community in general, sometimes it seems like we take ourselves way too fucking seriously.
3: That's no my shit.
4: opinion, of course. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: No, I, I I can I agree with that and I think that's a really cool idea and that's kinda why we wanted to like bring it up because that's one thing that, you know, when we were thinking about this is we wanted to kind of, you know, bring in ideas. We didn't want it to just be, you know, just whatever us three came up with. And I think that sounds like a really that sounds like a really cool and fun way to kind of make the awards different.
2: Yeah, of course now that we've set it on air we'll probably have to actually do this. So Yes. I feel tired now. But.
4: Well <laughs> oh yeah you know. I expect an a- action plan in my inbox by Monday morning.
1: <laughs> oh, God.
4: <laughs> this is where Shane kind of wakes
0: up and opens his eyes. It's like, what day is it? <laughs> um, It's the same day it was three days ago when I started drinking. <laughs> damn right in, in all seriousness though my wife and i have
4: had that have asked that question to each other so many times over the last few weeks like what what day is this yeah 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 because because who gives a shit yeah <laughs> like what's the fucking matter it's like exactly <laughs> it's like what's it fucking matter there's a disease outside and we're all gonna fucking die so you
0: know Will cares? you equip Will you quit fucking asking me that and making me remember that it does not fucking matter what day it is?
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're still just living for the weekend, though, because it's like it's not that much different, except that we don't have to also log into work while we're taking care of a two year old.
0: So, yeah, Uh, my biggest go ahead.
2: I was just going to say slightly fewer expectations. Please proceed.
0: Um, my biggest problem with uh, uh, surviving the apocalypse has been that I've actually been too fucking busy. Um, right. Which is which is probably better than being not busy enough. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the thing that you know. I like I I like
4: the freedom of working from home. Don't get me wrong, especially because my commute is brutal as it is. But. At the same time, it's like I have to work twice as hard Mm -hmm. to do the same amount of work that I would do at the office every day. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm fighting constant distraction. Uh, You know, it's like, well, I got to send this email and then I got to step away and
0: go take out the garbage. (laughs) You know, Uh, I I hear you, man. That's a a daily conundrum. Yeah. Uh, you know and then
4: by the time you're done it's like you you're basically pulling double duty you're you're working you know your day job and you're also existing in a space during a time when you normally don't and i don't know it just i know that sounds kind of kind of weird and, and stupid but it 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 has like this weird ass mental drain on you at least it does to me and yeah. You know, and that that all stacks up to why I haven't really been writing all that much is because, you know, for those very reasons I just feel so fucking drained and stressed out by the end of yeah. every day you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't feel like writing and you know, I, I read a I shared an article last week I think it was, uh, about this this journalist who got a gig writing books about Minecraft and You know, that's something that I've been doing. My wife and I have been playing Minecraft together. It it relaxes the hell out of me. I don't know why. It's just a peaceful thing that I can sit down and just zone out, clear my head, and not have to, you know, worry about anything for a while. So.
2: That's, I mean, any kind of escape like that. That's why it's when I hear people talking about, like, guilty pleasures or, you know, bumming out or just, I'm just like, no, no, just do whatever you can to survive right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: So I also need to, you know, I do have to start focusing on uh promotional shit for Devil's Creek because, you know, I'm not gonna get to promote that in person apparently. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw that they were doing a quiz, I guess, on uh scares that care Williams
4: Yeah. Spirk. That's kind I, of a bummer, but yeah. it's probably for the best, I think. Um I think that you know, I, I, t- I took that survey and you know I was pretty honest and I think there was something in like if if they offered you know personal protective equipment like masks and gloves and stuff, you know would pe would you be interested in going? And I said well you know the only way I would be interested in going is if there was mandatory strict enforcement of that sort of thing. Yeah. You know if somebody refuses then they can't come in. Yeah. And yeah. you know and I just think about the kind of pr nightmare that would be for the organization yeah. yeah because then you've got people shouting and screaming crying that they can't come in because you know coronavirus is a hoax blah 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 and you know they make some big fucking spectacle out of it so i think honestly it's probably for the best if they just postpone it till next year like you know Nikon did unfortunately i saw chris golden posted you know a few days ago about you know facing the possibility that they'll have to you know postpone the merrimack halloween book festival in uh you know in massachusetts which sucks because i had a table for that um so you know it's just it's like everything has been put on pause right now and there's so much fucking uncertainty around everything that you know to to shane's point it's like you know, fuck doesn't matter what day it
3: is. (laughs) You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. And like, and kind of like you said, where you said like, maybe if they enforced it, like that's the other thing. Like I, I deal with that stuff every day for my job because, you know, I won't say where, but you know, I do it work where I travel from customer site to customer site and the customer I have is an essential business and you know i see that every day like i wear you know mask gloves and all that but uh like it blows my mind the amount of people i see that openly flaunt that you know like when i'm in there working and you know i'm i'm protected but like people stroll in there with like no masks no nothing and if somebody says something to them they flip out and it's just crazy
4: yeah, if anything, as if it wasn't apparent already, it's like the amount of stupidity that's rampant in our society right now is terrifying. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm sure you guys saw the video of the woman who had like the holes cut into her mask because it's easier to breathe. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah look that up if you haven't seen it; it's astounding. Oh. Um, and you know, I, I also. You know, we track in our county, we track, you know, the number of cases on a day to day basis. And, you know, this tiny town that I live in has only got like two thousand people, but the number of cases is increasing day after day. Which yeah. tells me that people aren't taking this shit seriously. And it's not safe to go outside. It's not safe to go to our grocery store. It's not, you know like we yeah. started we started subscribing to the shipped service so we could have a you know, someone deliver our groceries. And And I feel guilty about that because it's like I'm taking advantage of someone else who doesn't have the luxury of being able to work from home. And, you know, it sucks. It's a shitty feeling. And uh, I don't know where I was going with that. It's just that people are dumb. They won't wear masks. They don't take science seriously. And we're all going to fucking die.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The end. (laughs) Sweet dreams, kids. Yeah. (laughs) I know. You know, it's it's kind of funny because all that stuff is valid, but it's like, yeah, this is the ink heist happy hour. Pretty much. I did a, when we
4: used to do our geeky writer chats with uh, Mercedes and uh, Mercedes Yardley, Tony Rapino, Eric Pruitt, and myself, we did one that was like a Christmas episode. And one of the questions that we got from viewers was something like, you know, what would you do if you weren't, you know, if you weren't writing, you know, if you didn't go into writing and we were all, it was unanimous, like we'd probably be dead or in prison. (laughs) 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 Just because, you know. I see that.
2: Yeah, it's. But I I went through, I mean, like, you know, not going to go down this road like terribly long, but it, it took us three years to get pregnant and that became one of the most like black holes of my life. I and I just, I spent my time writing. I just avoided everyone and wrote, and it made me mm-hmm. happy. So, yeah. I don't know what I would have done without that.
0: Yeah. I know I'd lose my fucking mind right now if I didn't have it. Yeah. I think every everyone needs a, an outlet of some kind,
4: you know, creatively if possible. And, you know, there are some people who can't you know, couldn't create anything for shit because that's just not the way they're made. And I get that there, but they also have other outlets. Uh, Those of us who are, we creative types, you know, if we can't create to some extent, it's like we start to stagnate and our piece of our soul dies with it.
0: Yeah. It's not just the, it's not just your creative ability, but it starts to take apart pieces of you. If you stagnate too much. Yeah Um, Not that I'm any great Fucking experience You know I'm a guy who writes Poetry And Shane Shane
4: (laughs) I'm gonna I'm saying this in all seriousness Stop fucking doing that Stop Downplaying What you do (laughs)
2: Listen to that voice Shane See how deep it is It's very serious
4: Yeah Shane I Uh, I want you to Stop Picking on yourself, Shane. <laughs> oh, I want you to stop doing it. Slowly.
2: Do you, want, do you want Rich and I to sign off?
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you mind? <laughs> uh, hang on a sec. Let me go first. Uh,
4: but no, seriously, though, it's like, you know, you, you say stuff and then you always like, you know, downplay it in some way. But it's like, man, you're you're no different than the rest of us, dude. You're you're. Doing doing the work, you're, you're writing stuff down, you're expressing yourself. There's no shame
0: in that. Oh no, yeah, I'm not ashamed of it, and I appreciate that. Um, this is the part of the show where I, I would hug you. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: what,
0: what it really comes down to, and this is I mean this will be interesting to people who are thinking about picking up a pen, is what it it comes down to, is the letdown of a a major project, and then suddenly. Um, having a mountain of imposter syndrome weighing on your shoulders, um, you know what I mean?
4: Yeah, brother, I get that. Uh, we <laughs> seriously, Laurel, rich imposter syndrome. Am I right? Every, yes, you know, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, it took me so long. After I got published, for like, you know, and my friends or whoever would be like, oh look, yeah, you know, we're at a party. It's oh, this is Laurel. She wrote that book I told you about. And I'd always feel like, oh, it's just, I mean, it's nothing, you know. It's it, I don't know why I felt the need to do that, you know, to just to just make it sound like it wasn't anything because it's like I didn't want to, f- I don't know, feel boastful or I didn't, I didn't, I don't know, I don't know why. And i it took forever to learn to just be like, yeah, it's been wild, it's crazy, you know. And there's nothing wrong with accepting it like that.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, may I? Sure may i boast yes boast. yeah of course um a lot of people know already but uh we finished up that serial novel uh carpenter's farm rather uh, josh josh Mailerman did right um i think it's his crowning achievement i truly do um and i wrote poetry for it chris campbell wrote amazing music for it Michael Bailey wrote a novella or two for it. Um, John Skip wrote amazing music for Michael's work. And Jimmy Doom wrote a story for it. And everybody was just fucking amazing. And it was like, we just jumped in, said, should we do this? And Josh and I kind of proverbially looked at each other and said, we're out of our fucking minds. But yeah, let's go. (laughs) Because we kind of wanted to give something to somebody because everybody's life sucks right now you know yeah, that's fucking <laughs> and, great dude it's it's, and, it's awesome that you were a part of that yeah it's the greatest yeah. greatest creative experience of my life and one that won't be easily topped. yeah but it's no. not
2: it's not going to be the last this is i it's i truly believe that this is the beginning of, of a whole lot of stuff i mean
1: <laughs> you've,
2: you've got a ton of material i i think it's you know, this is not going to be the end. This is not the last of it.
4: I think uh, you should take that that experience and the feelings you have from that and use that to, you know, create something new.
0: Um, yeah, that's actually what I've been doing pretty much. Um, that's why right now you're seeing a
3: lot of depressing fucking bad poetry from me on Twitter. It's okay. <laughs> no, nah, nah, it, And you know what? I, I have to jump in too, because like I like that project, you know, like Josh's story, but even the poetry, like that inspired me. Like I was writing stuff before that, but, uh, and like I, I've told you this in private Shane, but like when you, when I, told you about like maybe submitting something somewhere and like the stuff you said kind of about your own journey and um you know like yeah you know like maybe i thought this was kind of unreachable that that inspired me so you know definitely be proud of what you've done man
0: oh yeah i am it's just i mean i think i can't say for sure cuz i don't have a lot of experience but i think everybody goes through that Mm-hmm, period absolutely. of uh massive self-doubt you know and, and if you had if you haven't yet i can tell you it sucks really bad when it hits you hard and
4: i also have some <laughs> bad news uh it it never stops i'm sure <laughs> I'm Sure. It, it you know i all writers you know. are
0: catholic <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's the that's the title uh, was, of this now, show.
4: But okay, that works too. <laughs> that's the title of this show. There it is. All writers are Catholic.
2: I can't wait for the Twitter drama that that's going to cause.
3: Right. <laughs> nah, I'll, I'll think of something else.
0: And we have direct permission wrong. from somebody who is not the Pope to say that. <laughs>
4: And speaking of Twitter drama, there was a hell of a lot of that going on this week, wasn't there? Oh, my, my God. God. <laughs> it really was. And yeah. it's some,
2: some of it is totally necessary, and I get it. But I also just want to throw pictures of puppies at it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I don't want to you know, make it seem like, you know, we're some huge deal. But like the whole thing with like paying writers, like we've we've commissioned stories for our site and, you know, it's not quite pro rates, but we're upfront about that. But and we pay for it out of pocket. And the one thing I'm proud of is, you know, all all the stories that we've had when we've been sent those like within a day, those authors get those payments. That's great.
0: Right, yeah. and they
3: and they get those stories back right now. Yeah, pretty much. Like uh, it's kind of we just ask like, them to hold for a
0: month, but and that's they, more if they want to publish tomorrow, they can have it.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's more of just like a request, but yeah. it's not a requirement. And yeah. like it pains me to see authors go through this because it really shouldn't be that hard. Like if you. If you don't have, like, say you've been publishing for a while, and I'm not relating to anything that's going on, and you run in the trouble, at least be transparent, if nothing else. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, and that's where they fuck up. It's where I've seen it hundreds and hundreds of times over the last eight years, where they try to fucking obfuscate things. You know, yeah. they try to put up smoke screens and, hey, everything's okay, we're fine, don't worry, it's just a glitch, we'll get back to you. You know, um, we're gonna keep making money off your shit, but we're not gonna give you any for a few days. Just hang in there, you know. And it's just, yeah, it's just when when you have a publisher start talking to you that way, it's already time to start thinking about where you're gonna take that work next because it's over. Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah.
4: And uh, you know, it, it just seems like there are there's the camp of people who recognize, you know, the shittiness in that situation. And then there's the camp of people who really don't know any better. That are like, you know, what's wrong with this? You know, what's right. wrong with this uh you know, I, I I got, you know, had a guy trolling me a little bit in relation to a, a comment I made about the uh the dude who only wanted to pay like, you know, a hundred bucks for a five year rights or yeah. something. And <laughs> God, you know, like that's fucking predatory. I don't you know, if you do the fucking math, you know, a 10,000, 10,000 word story for five years for a hundred dollars. Are you kidding me? Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, How about the first first six months serial rights and then give that fucker back to me?
4: Yeah. Like I could, you know, (laughs) six to 18 months max. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) And, you know, like what happens if you want to do a collection and you can't because there's this story wrapped up in the five year term. And like nobody's willing to look yeah. at that because, oh, my God, it's one hundred dollars. Yeah. I'll get paid for my yeah. story. It's like, yeah, right. you will.
0: right. Allow me to say I'm sorry, though, while we're here. Uh, Patrick, if you listen to this, I told you not to fucking talk to me about this stuff and I'm talking about it here. So I apologize, man. Go ahead and talk to me about it.
2: well i thought you know what i felt bad for that i I mean i don't feel bad for him but i feel a little bit bad because you can really kind of tell that what's happened to him is those are the terms he's used to working under yeah and he's totally shocked and and i mean it's the same kind of thing i get i get friends and i'm glad that they're i'm glad that they at least know to reach out you know and i'm by no means an expert but to the you know to my friends who are not in writing and they'll say you know, gosh, I got, I got this offer, but they want me to pay $250 for editing services. And I'm like, okay, you (laughs) know, I'm like, it's not, it's a, it's a scam and I'm so sorry. And you know, they, it's, they'll be like, oh yeah, I know. And, and there's so much disappointment because they just, they just wanted it to be true. They wanted their work out there and it breaks my heart because I mean, it is, it's so predatory because for a lot of people, it's not, it's not the money. You know, it's yeah. that's why they don't care that much. Oh, I you don't even care if I get paid. It's my name out there. It's my publication. And it's like, yeah, but but these people suck. You
0: And Laurel says, by the way, that she's not an expert, but she's lying to you also. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's a great resource for friendship and information.
1: And
4: I, I also can't. <laughs> I agree. She She's awesome. She's a pro. <laughs> Thank you. Uh huh. Um, you know, I uh, I also just I don't know. I lost it. It's gone.
2: <laughs> that was very Shane of you.
0: I know. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it was like I, I, I was. I, I was impressed. Just like dude, dude isn't drinking or smoking weed, but he's getting it from me. Yeah, <laughs>
4: actually I'm getting a con- I'm probably like getting it for my wife you know yeah, <laughs> the contact high oh totally
0: <laughs> I'm glad she did that though man I'm glad to hear she got that done finally
4: yeah me too she you know it's like she was on like you know ridiculous amount of prescription medications and now
0: it's like eh yeah. she, most- has, she
4: hasn't touched them
0: yeah and had- most of them are fucking opioids and but that, that's amazing though you say she hasn't touched them at all and it's like that is so cool mm-hmm. I got that way too after they legalized it here where at first I was still intermixing you know I'd smoke weed and if it got really bad, I'd jack some pain pills into my system you know um I don't touch them at all anymore, even when I have my throat surgery so Oh, yeah awesome. like I, I don't know how she she functioned having to take
4: all those pills like you know like i get you know really bad arthritis pain from time to time and just my my arms and my wrists because yeah i've been live i live at a keyboard and have for my entire uh, you know adult life um and i just hate the way they fucking make me feel you know it, yeah. it's you wake yeah. up you know they'll, they'll knock you out and then you wake up and you're just in a fog for like a full day afterward. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like you're, you're not in pain as much, but you're also it's affecting your just, you know, your cognizant abilities to function.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. And they're like with me, they make me feel really skanky. You know, I mean, like I really, really, really honestly, when I was a younger man who had a pretty bad drug problem i was in love with painkillers but i hit that stage just like you said where they didn't really uh, they just barely did anything for the fucking pain and they really fuck with your head and with your kidneys and with every everything you can think of that they shouldn't fuck with they're fucking yeah. with, you know so yeah is what it is this is our uh our weed pep talk. People drop those drugs and go get some drugs. Yeah. <laughs> get some natural
4: drugs. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Go, go Don't get drugs, drugs
0: made in
4: the lab. Get some natural drugs that grow out of the earth. <laughs> exactly.
2: Has your wife been able to work from home as well?
4: Yeah. I mean, she, she uh, does social media work for a, uh, you know, a drop shipping company in the area. So she was already working from home three days a week to begin with. Uh, So it wasn't that much of a stretch. I, on the other hand, was only working from home one day a week. So it's been a bit of an adjustment for me.
2: I think that's hard, too, is like my husband has been set up to work from home for a while and he has done so off and on, but I never have. And so both of us here, it's just kind of like staking claim to certain parts of the house and,
4: yeah like she's <laughs> kind of set up you know camp in our guest room and you know i already have my my home office set up but i don't like doing day job work at the same place where i do real work
2: yes that makes yeah, the real
0: yeah, work uh, that yeah. Actually matters you know yep yeah. And we kinda get that. Like I'm uh, I've worked from home for since I was like forty three years old. Um, so a long time. Um and we just you know,
1: like, I'm glad he laughed first.
0: <laughs> what was so funny about that? <laughs> The,
4: the very droll delivery of yeah, it—it's like I've been working on now since I was 43, which so it's been a very long. Time. Yeah, it's almost like you were inviting us to say something, and now you're acting indignant about it.
0: No, I, I had a different point. Um, but had is the actual active. <laughs>
1: Did you anyway, just pull a Todd? Please. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
0: um, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I don't even remember what the fuck we were talking about in the first it's place.
1: I was
4: just, <laughs> um, I, go ahead, Todd. I was doing the math in my head. It's like, how many more years
0: do I have to go before I hit 43? <laughs> <laughs>
3: not long buddy not long (laughs) sorry yeah Shane you were just telling us about how uh you've been working at home since you were 43 oh yeah let's see
0: no major uh no major point there just that after a while you you learn to you learn to um kind of segregate yourself you know Each to each like Laurel was talking about, each to your segment of the house. You know, and it's the only way that works, otherwise you'll just kill each other.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it's the room that I'm in now is the room I've been working in and it's also my son's playroom. And it's just full of junk. (laughs) Uh Toys and it's a giant wreck. But you know, that's actually half me. It's, yeah, it's, that's not really all him. I can't blame him.
0: It's always half the parent, but you got a lot of other shit to do, so don't worry about it too much.
3: Yeah.
0: Um but every now and then when you listen to our podcast, you'll hear something that sounds like a baby playing with its toys, and that's just drunk Laurel sitting there with nothing <laughs> <them> to do. <laughs>
1: Wow,
2: I thought I thought
1: I muted
4: the (laughs) mic. Wow, are you okay, Rich? Yeah, I'm okay.
0: Um, you know, Laurel and I have come so close to killing him so many times. If he was going to die, he would have by now.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm just waiting for him to go
4: all like auto-tune again. That was pretty cool, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> one of us one of us needs to start rapping right when that. Yeah,
3: yeah. I was going to say I should put out a record. <laughs> <laughs> well, if
0: it starts happening, we'll just yell sing, Rich, and you start singing something, we'll cover the rest. <laughs>
3: You know, what, you know what? It's funny because like I've been having problems all day, but it just made me think. I was telling uh, James Sabata about the whole at uh, the whole Richard Scissorhands joke,
1: <laughs>
3: which Todd's probably like, "What the fuck?" Uh,
4: I haven't heard this. I would like to hear this now, please. <laughs>
3: The long and short of it is, is we were talking and, you know, my hands get so dry during the winter and I was like rubbing my hands together and I didn't think, you know, it'd get picked up because I just use my laptop speaker Uh for the podcast. And they're like, all of a sudden, they're like, do you guys hear that? (laughs) And I was like, what? And (laughs) Shane was like, he'll have to He'll have to say it better because I can't remember. But he basically said it sounded like somebody was sharpening a knife. And nobody yeah, it, did. It, it, it sounded exactly like someone sharpening a fucking bowie knife on a leather strap. Yeah. And basically, it was just me rubbing my dry ass hands together. And Jesus. the wife picked it up. Didn't just
0: pick it up, it like
3: blacked Amplified. everything out except for. <laughs> Were you just trying to recreate it?
0: I did, but my hands are too baby soft. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. soft. <laughs> Let me get some scissors. <laughs> I
1: just...
2: <laughs> I, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it sounded
1: like.
4: <laughs> you should
3: probably see a dermatologist about your fucking hand. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's better now, but I just... I just picture like a, an advertisement with Shane where it says, like, it puts the lotion on the skin, and he says, My hands are baby soft. <laughs> I,
0: I don't need your fucking lotion. There's, no,
4: there's the title of the episode. I don't need your fucking I don't lotion. Need your fucking lotion. <laughs> I
2: do. I appreciate that in the middle of all that, Rich took the time to assure us that his hands were in better
0: shape.
1: (laughs) I'm glad to tell
0: that. Especially when we're talking talking about lotion. Todd, Todd sound very concerned. I mean,
4: you should probably have that checked out.
0: So anyway, the short part of the long story is that... uh, Laurel coined the name uh, Richard Scissorhands.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. and
3: I think it was Laurel. I'm pretty sure. It was. Yeah, I think so. We all have some pretty interesting nicknames. We do. We do. Laurel's is
0: easy and not and not and offensive at all. It's just a RBF, so it's not the name <laughs> thing. You could say it it's to your not, kids.
2: Yeah, it's not a <laughs> bitch
4: face at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh Laurel, I wanted to ask, how are things going down in Kentucky right now? Speaking
0: of resting bitch face.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Wow. Well,
2: I will say, I will say that with the quarantine, no one has called me a host at Amart lately, so well.
4: that's an improvement. If you're lucky, Kmart um, will entirely go out of business. Oh, wait, did they go out of business? I don't remember.
2: Fine, it was, finally, the oh, last yeah. one, the last one kind of went out a little while ago.
0: Okay. Um, now, don't
4: say about that ever again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you can't pick up hose at Kmart anymore. Um, but Walmart runs good deals sometimes. <laughs> Man, they're rolling them back. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Rollback two for one hose,
1: $9.99.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Buy three and get one free.
2: <laughs> that is a people of Walmart special right there.
0: Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> That's
4: exactly how they would do their pricing too. It's like we're not going to do nine ninety nine. It's going to be nine ninety eight, so we can dis- show that we discounted it. <laughs>
2: that that's one, exactly what it is. Too. That one cent just dropped to the floor. It was amazing.
0: Exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're no, we're we're getting ready to lift quarantine here in Kentucky. <sighs> oh,
0: yeah, sad. I,
4: yeah. I, I asked because my uh my mom had to go back to work this begin beginning of this past week.
2: Oh, she dad.
4: Yeah, yeah, you know. That's and, shit.
3: That's yeah. bullshit.
2: It is. And I mean, they're he's opening back up restaurants um, on only like the 22nd, you know, and I mean, I've, I have been I've been really happy with Bashir through most of this. But I just I think he's caving to pressure too soon. But,
4: you know, yeah, I was worried that uh, Governor Wolf here in PA was going to do the same thing, but uh, they released a listing of counties. Uh, like that are in the the red, and counties that are in the yellow, counties that are in the red uh, still have a stay at home order until June eighth, which means I'm not going back to work anytime soon.
0: <laughs> I like uh, I like our governor's policy because they started protesting our state capital, and she basically said, "Tell them to shut the fuck up or go to jail." If they got a choice. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: That is the correct oh, answer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It Shut really is. Go to jail.
2: Yep. It is. Well, you know, it could be worse. Bevin could have been in office. We'd all be dead.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very true. And, you know, we could have had somebody incompetent in the White House, too. That would be really fucking
1: lame. <laughs> boy, we dodged the police there, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs>
4: But yeah,
2: there's there's your Kentucky update. I know you miss okay. it.
4: Well, thank you. <laughs> thank
0: you. I appreciate it.
2: You're well, well. You know, and I don't know if I don't know if they're really gonna do it or not. But um, I talked to Hunter, Shay, and and Jack about uh, coming down and and visiting Devil's Creek with me at some point. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Dude,
0: just, you know, of all the people, I don't think you could fucking trust going up to Devil's Creek with you, Hunter, and Jack. <laughs> 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 Sorry, uh Jack
4: I
2: uh, uh I'm gonna pronounce Campy. Camp. Camp-,
3: easy. Camp-, Camp-, easy. Camp- easy, yeah. He's uh <laughs> if you've ever seen Hunter's show Monster Men or Final Guys, he's on there. Okay. Good guy.
0: Good guy, Go fun guy. He even said <laughs> motherfucker for me on a show he doesn't cuss on, so
3: <laughs> but yeah, take that's, taking that's, Hunter to Devil's Creek, that's just that's dangerous.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah. Okay. So, you guys need to understand that the Devil's Creek in my book is, you know, geographically different than the real Devil's Creek. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah well, the real Devil's Creek would be scarier because there'd be fucking meth heads and shit up there. <laughs>
4: uh, yeah.
0: You're probably right. I mean,
4: yeah. last time I was there, uh, which is when we got that photo of the sign and everything. Uh, we started to drive down the road, and it was just like this immediate decline of quality of housing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you went from normal looking houses on the side of the Cumberland Falls Highway to like turning the bend, and here are shacks, here are. Yeah. You
3: know,
0: Flatboard, you know. Like covered. you turn you turn the corner and all of a sudden fucking dueling banjos is playing and raging river in the background.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is that far,
0: but okay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I don't know. It's just there's so much like there's so much stigma there from my childhood. I, I could not bring myself to even, you know, in broad yeah. daylight drive drive down all the way down the end of that road because it's miles into the wilderness. Yeah. I mean, no, in my fucking luck, my car would break down. I <laughs> had no cell service.
0: He'd end up in a in a Breaking Bad scenario up in the fucking hills of Kentucky. Probably.
2: <laughs> Every but, time someone says that, I expect them to break into that song about the deep dark hills of Eastern Kentucky.
3: Uh, yeah. What,
4: what is that? Well, red beard.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well,
3: good. We got that awkward silence out of the way.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm, I'm I mean, kind of impressed. It happened, like, way later than yeah. it really does.
4: Well, I'm sitting here petting one of my cats. She's curled up on my desk in front. Well, now she's moving, but she was in front of the microphone checking it out. oh
2: <laughs> We could have almost gotten the kitty on the ear. Was she going to say something?
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: She, she had that look on her face like a cheating fucker. It's a legit question. I, I had. I had a
3: Really? No, I'm just yeah, laughing. I'll get a picture and send it to you guys. Because because Laurel was just so deadly serious, almost like a news anchor. So Todd, was your cat about to say something on <laughs> air? I'm pissed. It's just how my voice sounds. All. The time. <laughs> no, it's okay. It was just funny. <laughs> was she gonna say something to us, Todd? I, I don't know. <laughs> I tried to get a photo
4: of her looking at the camera, but she's like, "Fuck you." So I got a photo. I'll send to you guys, so she can, you know, be the episode mascot or something.
2: Good.
3: We need one. Yeah, we do. Uh,
4: so what else do you guys uh have on on tap
3: to chat about?
2: I don't know.
3: We yeah, not really much. Good. We usually just like, as you can tell, we usually just bullshit around, especially when we do these like unplanned uh, ones. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. and
0: and it's uh. Pushing close to the maximum length we usually run. Okay. I think <laughs> so, that, so that's I think it. that
2: then. was Todd's like prod of saying like either say something or get off the phone.
0: Well, that's what I, <laughs> I was offering him. The, I was offering him the option.
3: Can you guys like ask me a question or just you know hang the fuck up, please? <laughs>
2: Dude, Rich, for a second, I thought you were just saying that. I was like, "Damn!" No, no.
4: As long as you're not going to ask me like generic author questions, like, you know, why did you become a writer?
2: Who don't is Todd? Forward, I guess
4: I don't
1: know. Where, where do you get your ideas? Well, take your shit.
3: <laughs> Like, I, I like I liked laurels. Who is Todd Keisling? <laughs> I don't well, know. You read
2: I... you read Max. <laughs> Did you read Max Booth's like uh, Max Booth the Third? Sorry, Max. Yeah, the other marshmallow interview, or whatever. That was one of the questions. I was like who is Max Booth the Third? <laughs>
3: like... That was like one of my favorite interviews. Like he just went all in on that guy.
2: But I honestly think that's what I would expect out of anything I asked Max Booth, like, and I wouldn't take it personally. I was just like, that's how you would expect him to answer a question. So. Yeah.
3: yeah, you can't really like, like, he's, he's such a super nice guy. We had him on earlier and, you know, he was great. But like, you almost got to kind of prepare yourself for some of the stuff he might bring up. <laughs> <laughs> like when we talked about dick spiders, for instance. <laughs> you gotta watch out for dick spiders. Yeah. I've heard,
2: never, you know, never seen them. Heard.
4: <laughs> what you, you? Never heard of the uh, you know, the Redbird County dick spiders?
0: They're like number one in the state. Good team. Good team. Yeah. You know what? I don't like sports, football,
2: the, <laughs> sports ball, but if I was going to say, if there if there was a team called the Dick Spiders, I would fucking go watch that sport, whatever it was.
0: She'd be their number one fucking fan.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, Laurel. That was
1: funny.
2: I would get a jersey and everything. I'd wear that, yep. that
0: thing. Yeah. <laughs> Banners on her fucking spiders. wall. <laughs>
2: <laughs> fucking bumper stickers.
0: I tried to call you last night, Laurel. Oh, I was I was out watching the dick spiders, Mom. They're going to state. <laughs> They're coming. Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna write a cheer for the Dick Spiders at some point later tonight. <laughs> Are you-
3: <laughs> now you do realize you committed this to a uh, tape, Laurel. So
2: there aren't really any repercussions.
0: No. I don't. Th- I don't think she said anything more shameful than anything EMI well, said. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put out
4: a challenge now to your audience, uh, listeners of the Ink Eyes podcast. I challenge you all <laughs> to create a logo for the Kentucky Dick Spiders. <laughs> Yes. Course, the yes, best logo will get a copy of Devil's
0: Creek.
2: <laughs> and us.
0: Right so I'll
2: that. probably put it on a T-shirt.
0: Now, uh, you're, are, you, are you in full earnest, tug Yeah, I'll
4: send him an ebook copy of Devil's Creek for a, sure. you know, a Kentucky Dick Spiders logo. Yeah. For Laurel.
0: So hit us with your Dick Spiders, people. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's that's the title of the episode. Hit us the with one about Dick spiders. Dick spiders.
3: <laughs> Max would love that.
2: <laughs> well, thank you, Todd. I feel vicariously gifted. Thank you for the Very for lovely. the impending
0: Dick spiders. <laughs> I, got, I got you, dude. Don't worry. You know, we, we just You're invited Dick spiders. We just, we just invited Dick spider picks in our email. <laughs> but they are solicited. Six yeah,
2: letters. they
0: are. They're not Good unsolicited. Good point. Those unsolicited Maybe. ones, they're usually daddy
3: long legs, and the legs are the only thing that are long. <laughs> Maybe we should just come up with, like, a hashtag for Twitter instead. Well, it's no, kind
0: of... The of dick,
4: dick spider is not to be you know, confused <laughs> with the eastern Kentucky dick spider, in which case its legs are far longer than its body. <laughs> 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 That
0: is fucking weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking regional dick spiders. I never even thought about that.
4: Yeah. Shit. See, the, the eastern Kentucky dick spider, you know, its body is far smaller than the the rest of its uh, you know, than its legs. And it's been known to nest inside the uh, the exhaust pipes of shed <laughs> trucks. They're specific- specifically drawn to the rubber that you commonly used in the uh, quote truck nuts you might find.
0: See, Oregon dick spiders just burrow into huckleberries and get eaten by blue jays.
1: Because
0: that's all they are. Yeah,
4: I don't believe that.
2: (laughs) It didn't sound scientific enough. No.
0: It is, (laughs) though.
2: Well, I am not sure we're going to talk that.
0: Yeah, that's I mean, <laughs> a <nah, laughs> great night to go out on. You can't talk dick spiders. I, I so. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to ride these dick spiders right now. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. <laughs> just, we're
1: going to ride these dick spiders. I I
2: don't know, but I'm okay. One of my attorneys the picture of the Frankfurt uh, newspaper that just on huge on the front page said "Ride the D to Victory." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get that picture and we can use it.
4: Yeah, there you go. A graphic, I a have oh. to ask, what was the context for that headline? <laughs> right.
2: it's a, it was it like, was it was football, and I don't know if it was like the they. I have Deep no camps. idea at this Deep point. Pants. They just. They didn't right, have they- any editors. They, just, they wrote God, the D to victory. I mean, good for them. I mean,
4: in, in the scheme of things, aren't we all riding the D to victory?
3: <laughs> no. There's no. another potential podcast title.
4: <laughs> riding the D to victory. <laughs>
3: with Todd Keesling. No,
0: no. <laughs> Todd <I>, Keesling <laughs> writes the deed of the you know if you were to ask my editor
4: she'd probably agree <laughs> with you on that simply <laughs> I have this uh, something that she points out is that I have this bad habit of naming characters that start with D
0: uh, nice, nice. Uh, <laughs> what what you, said, you <laughs> said if you ask my editor that, and I'm thinking I, I hope this isn't a dude. No, no. Because <laughs> I mean, we don't we don't need the that's way beyond TMI. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, so but why why the D's in the I names? I don't
4: know. Honestly, uh, it's kind of weird, isn't it?
3: Yeah.
0: I don't know. Uh, D's a good letter, though. You know, D can be used for a lot of good shit.
3: <laughs> for, for, for example,
0: stopped. it can be written to victory. And, <laughs> yeah, dumbass, dumbass, dipshit, dick shit. <laughs> I mean, there are and, a million uses.
2: And dick spiders.
0: And dick spiders, <laughs> yes. God, leave it to Laurel to come up with the fucking important part.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I forgot I forgot the dick spiders. Yeah.
4: I mean, we were only talking about it five minutes ago. Um, yeah. I,
0: <laughs> I I look up at the little corner of my screen here that has my name on it every five minutes too, so <laughs> just to remind you who's there? Just to remind me what my fucking name is.
4: <laughs> well, on that note. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: All right. It's have a good night. Yeah. All
4: right, man. Take it easy, Todd. <laughs> thanks so much for having me on. This is always uh, fun. Thanks for I joining. Thanks for joining us, Todd. Have, have, have a, a great
0: rest of your weekend. Thanks. You too. Yep. Bye. 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 Is somebody going to hang the fucking thing? <laughs> <laughs>